Hello and welcome to What the F*** Just Happened Today, your essential guide to the daily shock and awe in national politics. I'm Joe Anditas. Let's get to it. It's Monday, March 13th, 2023. Welcome to Day 783. The Biden administration approved the Willow oil drilling project in the Alaskan Arctic over the objections of nearby tribal communities environmentalists, and Democrats who warned that the development threatens the pristine wilderness and that the project's greenhouse gas emissions contradict Biden's vow to fight climate change. Last month, the Interior Department said it had substantial concerns about the Willow Project, including its direct and indirect greenhouse gas emissions and its impact on wildlife. The Interior Department also estimated that the project would generate roughly 9.2 million metric tons of carbon dioxide per year the equivalent of adding 2 million gas-powered cars to the roads. The United States currently emits about 5 billion metric tons of carbon dioxide annually. The decision allows ConocoPhillips to begin developing three drilling sites inside Alaska's National Petroleum Reserve. The project is expected to produce about 180,000 barrels of oil per day at its peak, which is equivalent to about 40% of Alaska's current crude production. Separately, Biden made the entire U.S. Arctic Ocean indefinitely off-limits to future oil and gas leasing, and he limited drilling in more than 13 million acres inside the National Petroleum Reserve Alaska, where ConocoPhillips' 600 million barrel Willow Venture is planned. The Biden administration also took emergency measures to ensure that all depositors of Silicon Valley Bank, which failed on Friday, and Signature Bank, which failed on Sunday, would be paid back in full. The two closures were the second and third largest bank failures in U.S. history, and the U.S. Treasury Department, the Federal Reserve, and the FDIC invoked a so-called systemic risk exception in order to back deposits beyond the federally insured ceiling of $250,000 in order to prevent a contagion at other small regional banks. In a statement, Biden said, Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe. Your deposits are safe. Let me also assure you, we will not stop at this. We will do whatever is needed. The Federal Reserve also set up an emergency lending program to ensure that other banks can meet the needs of their depositors. Federal officials noted that the money being used to aid depositors will come from the deposit insurance fund that banks, not taxpayers, pay into. The failure of Silicon Valley Bank, the nation's 16th largest bank, occurred two days before the 15th anniversary of the Federal Reserve-backed rescue of Bear Stearns. Moving on, Trump has no plans to appear before the Manhattan grand jury that's investigating hush money payments to Stormy Daniels during his 2016 campaign. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office convened the grand jury to evaluate whether Trump falsified business records in connection with a $130,000 payment Michael Cohen made to Stormy Daniels before the 2016 election. The DA's office informed Trump last week of his right to testify before a grand jury in the probe. Michael Cohen, who is expected to testify before the grand jury next week, previously said that he fronted the money involved in the transactions and then was reimbursed by Trump. At least seven other people have testified about the hush money deal, but it still remains unclear, however, whether Bragg will seek an indictment at the end of the process. In West Virginia, the state's Republican-majority legislature passed a bill that bans health care for transgender minors in the state. 
Despite every major medical organization, including the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, and the American Psychiatric Association supporting gender-affirming care for minors, more than a dozen states have restricted or have considered restricting access to this kind of care. The bill heads to the desk of Republican Governor Jim Justice, who hasn't taken a public stance on the legislation. And finally, a Texas man filed a wrongful death lawsuit against three women who allegedly helped his ex-wife terminate her pregnancy. In the first lawsuit of its kind since Roe v. Wade was overturned, Marcus Silva alleges that his now ex-wife learned that she was pregnant in July 2022 and conspired with her friends to illegally obtain abortion-inducing medication without his knowledge to terminate the pregnancy. While Roe was overturned by the Supreme Court in June 2022, the state's trigger law, which made performing an abortion a crime punishable by up to life in prison, did not go into effect until August. However, in 2021, Texas passed a law that deputized private citizens to sue any person who performs an abortion or who helps someone get an illegal abortion. Silva's civil case could result in the woman being forced to pay more than a million dollars in damages. Texas state abortion laws, however, exempt the pregnant person from prosecution. That's all for now. You can find the links and sources for all of these stories on the main website. And as always, visit WhatTheFuckJustHappenedToday.com for the latest news and headlines. Until next time, I'm Joe Anditas.